Hey there, Dave here. Before getting into the episode, I have some cool people that I would like to say thank you to. People like Chris Nelson, Zolgeek, Colby Moyer, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, and Jill. These lovely people have all gone to patreon.com slash realdavejackson and supported the tube and the podcasts within. You can be just like them by heading to patreon.com slash realdavejackson. As little as $2 per month will get you some treats like voting rights on what comes up on episodes of a top three podcast and tales from the backlog, bonus episodes and bonus content, and much more. Once again, that's patreon.com slash realdavejackson. Check it out. That'd be very cool of you, and you would be my hero. All right, on to the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name is Dave Jackson, joined today by the man with the golden voice, Aaron Engel. Hello, my name is Aaron Engel, and I am on a Top 3 Podcast. (laughs) Alan Nichols is here, too. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) And uh, last but not least, fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. Hi, my name is Aaron Engel, and I'm on a top three podcast. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, I can barely talk to you. And I helped. Today, <laughs> we're going to talk about the top three things that keep getting worse. And if this is your first time listening to the show, the way this will go is we've all picked our top three things that keep getting worse, and we're going to take turns going around. So everyone says they're number three, then everyone says they're number two, number one's honorable mentions at the end with listener responses. We had quite a few responses for this episode. Who knew that so many things were getting worse as we go along? People are mad. Yeah. And just a reminder to please refrain from using ethnic slurs. That's right, Alan. (laughs) I won't. So before we get into the topic, the topic, top three things that keep getting worse is a topic that uh, is going to bring out a lot of negative feelings. And I took it upon myself, uh, and we'll talk about this when we get our Michael Bumpus here. I took it upon myself to not take the opportunity to make this the angriest episode of a top three podcast that we've ever recorded. I got some shit that I'm upset about, and uh, we're going to talk about some stuff that really sucks. But uh, there was it's very easy with this topic to just be like, oh, yeah, uh, politics, uh, religion, and I don't know, uh, wealth inequality. Let's uh, let's do a podcast about that. So did you guys follow this kind of thing too? just like, you know, recognizing that this could be the angriest episode of our podcast ever, but trying not to make it that? As a man with a really good voice, I have a great opinion for this. Uh, So I was trying to sow as little discord as possible with my answers. I feel like all of my answers are like very uh, uh, agreeable. They're just like things that, aside from my number three, which I'm mad about, uh, all of these are just (laughs) things that are just like, like naturally would like run the course of just obviously getting worse over time uh but i didn't want to talk about i i think politics and like religion and like stuff like that are things that you're just like more conscious of as you get older 
So I, I think that plays into it why we think about it more often. And for me to say like, oh, politics are getting worse. Like, I, I don't know. I've only been an adult for like 15 years. Like maybe this is just like what it is. So I, I didn't put anything like that like on my list, but I understand why they're so heavily discussed like the older you get. Let's let's be fair, Aaron. You've been an adult for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> and six months. And six months. Um, no, I think I definitely approached it more a little bit of the Peter Griffin, you know, it really grinds my gears style. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Bloodbath. I, I went with a uh, what's bothering me today sort of uh, motivation behind my answers. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I guess since we kind of brought up what this episode could have been, that mo- I think all of us decided to steer away from that. Um, we do have a Michael Bumpus uh, for this episode. So sound the Michael Bumpus theme song. Aaron, Michael J. Bumpus, <laughs> Michael J. Bumpus. I won't be able to talk the rest tonight. Yeah, <laughs> worth it. So, um, since Aaron uh, needs to rest those golden vocal cords, um, Alan, can you tell our listeners? Maybe it's their first time listening, or maybe they haven't listened since. We've had a Michael Bumpus on the show. It's been a couple episodes. What is uh, a Michael Bumpus for us? Well, so Michael Bumpus is, uh, it's an answer that is just so obvious that we can't allow it to be part of anybody's top threes because everybody agrees that it's one of the top three. Uh, and it's named after uh, legendary NFL player, Michael Bumpus, um, which I, I mean, it's like Michael Jordan, right? It's yeah. We're talking about the goat here. We're talking about the Tom Brady. Of we should not have you explain it. Michael yeah. really should be mad about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's that it's that pick where you're like, hey, who is the greatest football player of all time? Um, oh, do you mean like beside Michael Bumpus because he's obviously the best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides Michael Bumpus, that kind of thing. So. For this episode today, uh, we decided to Michael Bumpus uh, politics and political discussion and all of the tendrils that go off of that and into uh, other subjects. So even if I talk about something that like politics has made worse, I want to like just talk about or just acknowledge. I don't even really what more discussion is there to be had. Politics fucking sucks. And talking about politics is the worst. Seeing political ads on TV we're recording this on election day, seeing the political ads over the last month has just been fucking terrible. And I don't really even watch TV that much. I watch like two football games a month and I'm still like, man, JD Vance, shut the fuck up. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> so <laughs> They're in YouTube ads too. Like yeah. I didn't know YouTube had an algorithm to reach me in Ohio to tell me about Ohio political events. Oh, of course they do, man. Bro, I'm trying to watch a video on like the top 10 video game secret endings or whatever. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey, by the way, do you want to hear JD Vance talk for a little bit? I'm like, oh, that sounds like I want to die. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> trying to fucking like learn how to make like a beef ragu with lamb. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden it's like fucking Lion Joe Biden is siding with the enemy. And I'm like, OK, cool. Uh, can we can we skip and get back to these like garlic and onions, please? 
you've reached Ooh, me in my private time. Good yeah. job. You, you yeah. found you me when I was me vulnerable. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's um, just to acknowledge, like, so if people are listening, I know some of our listener responses are talking about this too, but just to acknowledge that, like, we know that politics are the fucking worst. We just don't want to spend the episode talking about it. So, yeah, Michael Bumpus to politics, political discussion, and politicians in general, I think. Here, here. Here, here. So here, I'm here. get us started with my list. And uh, number three, starting with number threes, my number three thing that keeps getting worse is fast food. And more specifically, the size of fast food items that you're getting. Do you guys remember way back when we were we were we were but boys when uh the junior bacon cheeseburger was the size of a cheeseburger and not a fucking white castle slider do you guys remember what? that yes. what dave i do remember that go on <laughs> everyone listen an old man is talking pepper <laughs> it's uh so like i'm just fucking tired of fast food getting more expensive and smaller and like in a lot of cases tasting a lot worse too uh because everyone's cutting corners trying to keep their shit like at fast food prices even though it is getting more expensive um i took a long time without eating a lot of fast food and so like the difference between how i remember fast food take tasting and how it actually tastes i guess i don't eat much i'll get fast food once a month or so but uh it's it's bad. And I used to like, like pretty much all fast food. And now there's like, I don't know, maybe a a handful of like the big fast food chains that I will still even consider going to like, uh, Arby's is still good. Taco Bell is still the King. Um, Wendy's is okay. (laughs) If you're not getting a fucking slider, junior bacon cheeseburger, uh, other than that, I don't really fuck with fast food. A lot of it tastes awful. McDonald's is fucking terrible. Uh, Burger King has never been worse, in my opinion. All this stuff sucks. Subway. Subway used to be like, okay, it is dog shit now, including Aaron's fucking tuna on flatbread or whatever he was talking about last time. It's, it's, it's very good. That's Aaron. Uh, Aaron's got no voice, so I'm coming after him. I'm going for You're the throat in this episode. Fuck. So, uh, I will, uh, I will turn it over to you guys, but fast food is my number three. It has never been worse. They, I'm going to take this very quick opportunity while my voice is somewhat manageable to say you are 100% right about everything you're saying. It's getting smaller, more expensive. I don't know what you mean by Taco Bell still being good. Like I, my honor, one of my honorable mentions is Taco Bell just generally because the quality of it has like that went from being like by far my favorite fast food restaurant to being like, okay, so if I'm going here, I can only get a soft taco because that's all i can trust anymore so <laughs> oh my god g- g- great great answer D- I, I'm, I'm gonna piggyback on this to me i'm sorry go on. <laughs> I, i'm gonna piggyback on aaron right there because taco bell used to be the fucking best shit ever they used to be like it it was always my go-to anytime i was it was late at night i was getting off work i was hung, you know drunk or hungover like or just like just you know, stoned and randomly hungry in the middle of the night. Like Taco Bell was the shit from like mid two thousands to like 2012, 2015. 
And then it's like they started adding weird, sh- like the weirder shit they got. Like at a certain point, Taco Bell was just like, we're just feeding stoners. And they started making ridiculous food on their mint, like, you know, Cheeto flavor. <laughs> don't care. You know, uh, slushy, like, you know, fuck you, which was cool. And then all of a sudden, like Taco Bell just got, t- they took everything off the menu. Like Aaron said, like a soft taco is the only thing you could be like, all right, at least I know I can eat this. Like the rest of it's like fucking dog shit. And Dave, you're right. McDonald's is like the fucking worst. I have a three-year-old daughter. So like I do frequent McDonald's for like a happy meal. And like literally the only thing I can eat are chicken nuggets. Like everything else at McDonald's fucking sucks. Burger King is trash. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's, I, Wendy's, I think, is probably still pretty good. And you know what's funny is like fast food has always been like bad. It's never really been great. But like I do remember being like 16 or 17 and like being able to go to McDonald's and get like, you know, what a quarter pounder. And it was like, it was legitimately good. <laughs> a quarter of a pound. Yes. Yeah. But it <laughs> yeah. was also like, it was, it was good. It tasted good. And like now, like Dave said, it's just garbage. Maybe it's because you, maybe we're getting older. I don't know. Yeah, this uh, this pick was brought are more refined. Well, some of us maybe, but um, that was a dig at Aaron because he can't respond because of his voice. But what? um, And also because he eats Cuban pizzas. I mean, hey, hey, that Cuban pizza was okay, man. It was okay. Settle down, Alan. Don't say something you can't take back now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love bagel bites. Sure you do. Longtime listener of the podcast. Yeah, longtime sponsor of the podcast as well. Um, but this pick was basically brought to you by um, Hua wanting a Big Mac yesterday, and she gave me a little bit of it, and I was like, "This is, this is rough. This is dire. This is awful." Wait, so it, is the Big Mac worse than the, I haven't had a Big Mac in years? Is it worse than it used to be? Like it? Yeah, I, it was all I right. Used, yes, I used to think I used to think Big Macs were like okay, they're pretty good, and the, I, I don't know, man, maybe it's just because like, since I ate McDonald's regularly now, like there's five guys and places that have actual meat in their sandwiches instead of like fucking recycled styrofoam, like whatever McDonald's <laughs> doing with their burgers, but yes, it's terrible. I feel like if you show up to McDonald's for a burger, you're asking for them to give you ground up cops as your burger though <laughs> well that's fair. right i mean i mean like that's oh that's what you said alan <laughs> you've said this before <laughs> you sound like somebody who has a healthy relationship with food alan is not wrong necessarily but again i think there's a, a decent period of time where like mcdonald's food was like decent and i agree because oddly enough dave yesterday i got a big mac for mcdonald's for lunch first time i've had one in like three four years and i i literally looked at it i was like what the fuck did they just give me the the meat is like a third the size that it used to be like just it doesn't come close to like there is an inch between the meat and the bun like they're like it's it looks like it's it looks like they're using white castle burgers yeah and like they have regular buns white castle also still reigns supreme white castle is still good it has not changed one bit all right so that was fast food my number three aaron what's your number three all right i'm going to talk slowly my number three is uh (laughs) the nfl um okay all right so 
I'm going I'm to make two points because I'm trying to make this quick. Uh, I am one of those people that likes to watch people get hurt and die for my amusement. That is not a secret. That is who I am, and I am very open about that. I think that it is almost impossible to play defense in the NFL anymore with all of the shit that you have to worry about that you didn't have to use to. Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. They have an identity. That identity is hurting and killing people. And they took that away from us. So now we can't hurt or kill people anymore. And we're two and six. Weird. Uh, I think that NFL players like I, I, I don't care about like, oh, no, your knee got shredded or oh, no, you got a concussion. I've always been one of those people that's like, no, dance for me, clown boy. This is the sport I like. Uh, the second, and, and it's the truth. Like it, it's, it's, it, it's the game is changing. And while like the NBA and the MLB are actively making changes to their sport to make them, I, I, I don't know, more watchable. The NFL is doing the exact opposite, but everybody will watch it because it's the best sport ever. And that's just the truth. I have one more point to make. The NFL as an organization is evil. Right, they are out, out, they are the most corrupt and morally bankrupt of all of the major sports, aside from probably FIFA. But that's worldwide, dude. I'm just talking about here in America, right? Uh, I- I- example: Ben Roethlisberger, sexual assault, four or six games, down to four. Ray Rice beat the shit out of his girlfriend, four games. Right? Deshaun Watson, eleven games. There was I, I can't even think of his name. He bet on a game on a sports betting app that he was not playing in one fucking year, a whole year, no appeal. The NFL is an evil organization, and I think that the things that they're doing to the game specifically are are, are ruining what I consider to be like maybe the best game that has ever been in- invented. So uh, the NFL, I think, as a product is 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 worsening, and my interest in it over time, regardless of of what's going on with Pittsburgh, is the same. I used to watch NFL games. It did, didn't matter if Pittsburgh was playing or not. I'll just watch one because it's a fun game to watch. It's not. I I, I just don't anymore unless it's the Steelers. So <clears throat> my number three, the NFL. Okay, I just think it's incredibly suspect that Aaron decides that the NFL sucks when the Steelers suck for the first time in fucking 30 years. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I get it. I, I knew somebody was going to say that. I get it. But they for, took, but our, real, they, the they NFL, took the identity the NFL does our suck, though. and we're not good enough to adapt to the modern day NFL. I, I recognize that. But that's not to say that the game is completely different than it used to be and i think is worse i mean oh. how, how many like uh offensive linemen are getting called for two or like uh, being downfield too far this year everybody who's watched a fucking Six. game has had a bit <laughs> thank you a, blood a, quor- a quarter like right they're like i said the mlb they're they're uh they're they're making it so there's not as many divisional games everybody plays everybody they're shortening the time it takes that pitchers are allowed to take in between pitches right the nba is is, is it's different I've, but it's like modernizing in the same way the nfl is literally going backwards i feel like you're completely ignoring the fact that the nfl has com- has entirely different concern than those other leagues because they have a league where they have 300 pound men running full speed and slamming their heads into one another. 
I mean, they have uh, they have legitimate safety concerns that they're addressing with the cool. way that they're making their rules. Then get, then get rid of I football, mean, then. Get rid of it, then. They, we got rid of the fucking, like, Olympic Games in ancient Greece where they were cutting each other's heads off and kicking around like a fucking soccer ball. Dude, it's too violent. Was that, fucking get was that, in, the, was that in the Olympic Games in Greece, Eric? Yes, yes. They were cutting one another's <laughs> yes, heads yes. off and kicking Alan, it around. Alan, yes, <laughs> that was, dude. That was in there. Alan, yes, there they was a, there was a gold medal for that, buddy. They, f- they wrestled to the death. If it's too violent, Get fucking rid of it. Get I rid of it then. I feel, like, I, I feel like you're probably making that up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. All right. So Aaron, I agree with you that it's really painful to watch people try to play defense now, but it's not because they're not letting people kill each other. It's because they call pass interference way too much. Other than that, well, and, and also if you hit somebody like Kind like you, you know, a lot of people have this problem with Tom Brady. They're like, "Oh, you can't even touch Tom Brady." Go watch Tom Brady in two thousand four and five and six and seven and eight. Watch how much he gets fucked up, and nobody throws a single flag, dude. The game, the game has changed, man. Like, I, I, I want that for my game. I that brings out that animalistic, like fucking, like, like man energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't anymore. It's just like. Oh, he had to pull off of Josh Allen because he knew if he accidentally bumped him, he'd lose $80,000. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, me, man. they they do call those those penalties a little bit too much, I think. But I think it's in like just a a 100 percent win that the game is safer now, like 100 percent. I, I don't and, care about watching people get hit sticked anymore. That makes me nervous. I don't want to see people get their knees blown out. And so I, I'm you should cool watch more baseball then. Also, we're playing like a game where they can put up 70 points in a game. I, I don't want to watch a seven to three contest. I mean, that's not what I'm looking for in football. You can watch fucking Michigan State play Illinois if you want to watch an 11 to 8 game. <laughs> what I'm saying is why I don't watch college football. God, yeah. yeah. All right. So that was uh, football. Aaron's number three. Alan, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is running on the road. Um, so I like to run, but I don't like to do it on the road anymore. I really used to enjoy it. Um, when I had a nice trail to run on, but I've found lately that my feet hurt when I run on (laughs) asphalt or pavement. So my number three is running on the road. Okay. My feet hurt. (laughs) So you are specifically referring to like running on a paved road of some sort not necessarily like running on like the street like the street makes it uncomfortable it's like the 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 road itself right i'm not worried about traffic or anything necessarily i got you like i my feet hurt when i run on concrete and i don't Uh, like that yeah um so that's uh, the number three. What's the topic today? Things that are bothering me. I, I things, forget what things that are ki- things that keep getting worse. Running on the road that works for running on the road. Then uh, there we so go. my number three thing that keeps getting worse is running on the road. Isn't concrete like the worst like surface that you can run on? It's like the worst for your joints. Almost definitely. Yeah. 
Almost so what we got to do, what you're telling us, Alan, is that technology and industrialization is ruining uh, the human body and that what we need to do is return to nature, return to the communes, return to mm-hmm. hunter hunting yeah. and gathering, stuff like that. All right. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. I live in the hills. I could yeah. probably I mean, gather. There's just stuff just to walk, gather Just walk hills, 10 right? feet in any direction, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> what Alan can also do is choose to not run on concrete, right? Like that's, at any point. That's exactly. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so like what you're saying what is you're like, I'm actively <laughs> making a decision that is hurting me and I'm complaining <laughs> about it now. Guys, Alan is now an old person. It, I think this is, uh, I was just thinking about this. I think this is like an old person ass topic to just get together and just talk about shit that isn't as good as it was 20 years ago. Like that's what we're doing right now. Oh yeah. We're, we're, we're in it, man. We're doing it. (laughs) We're in it. We're living it, B man. I'd like to propose the topic for top three things that keep getting better too. Yeah, absolutely. When I was making my list, I was, I was thinking like, we're doing this one. We got to do the opposite sometime soon. Top three things that keep getting better. Totally agree. And the Michael Bumpus will be politics and political (laughs) discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So running on the road, I'm afraid I have nothing to contribute. I hate running. Uh, It pisses me off. And also I get shin splints. So cool. I like, I like using the elliptical. It makes my joints not hurt. I don't know. That's all I can contribute. It makes his boner jam. I think, (laughs) I think the only thing worse than running on concrete is running on the treadmill, which is really bad for your, your joints. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Is running on the treadmill bad for your joints? Because yeah, man, way you're wide. not, you're not like, because you're not running. What you're doing is like, kind of jumping bouncing. in place. You're bouncing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on yeah. a rickety it's machine. Your joints, really? I mean, I think it's bad for your knees. Huh? I feel like Some it's bad for your nice. ankles. I hate the treadmill. Yeah, I like yep. the treadmill. I like the treadmill. It's fun. Fair enough. All right. So I, I feel like we've reached uh, the point that this that this discussion about running can go, given your other three co-hosts, Alan. Very sorry. So uh, Bloodbath, what's your number three? All right. My number three thing that keeps getting worse, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Oh, good answer, right. dude. Great answer. Great answer. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to hear you talk about it because I <laughs> thought you hated Kanye, man. How does he keep getting worse if you always hate him? Uh, well, <laughs> funny you should say. Uh, <laughs> Kanye just seems to keep uh, saying and doing things that uh, are offensive and hurtful and psychotic. And genuinely, he's just becoming a person that people seem to like less and less and less. He uh, he seems to be uh, falling from grace every day. He's got some uh, very unfortunate comments to make about uh, a certain chosen people from Israel. Um, <laughs> he's losing all his endorsement deals. He's he's just very like um, unhinged and uh, and uh, oddly aggressive too, from what I hear. Like even in like just like easy um, kind of uh, low level conversations, he's uh, um, now. I will give the caveat before everybody like you know gets uh, angry with us. I understand that Kanye West. 
definitely suffers from some mental health issues. And I'm not trying to make a light of that. Um, I do just think that with the recent development of things that he said and done, I just, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that he th- things keep sit- seeming to get worse. Also, too, I feel like his music output's really uh, suffered the last couple of years. I don't think his, um, I don't think he's put out good music for a while. So, um, oh, that's my number three. Thoughts, opinions, Aaron. What do you have to say about this with your perfect <laughs> voice? I am going to say one thing: is that you are completely right about everything, and you made the point that I was going to make for me. Is it's not only like that he's turning into the worst person ever mental issues aside, but that his music has suffered because of it. He, Ben Roethlisberger retired, and I was like, woo! There goes my life having to defend people that I love. And then uh, as soon as Ben Roethlisberger retired, Kanye started, and I'm just like, it never ends, dude. You just, everybody you love eventually ends up hurting you. I think it's a great answer. Um, every All the mental stuff and what he says and does aside, his music is also terrible now, so. Yeah. I, I, I like the pick. Yep. I will say, I will say just to, again, sort of sidestep the mental health issue. I think there is a large percentage of his artistic output and his actions in public life that seem very much to be way more driven by his inflated ego rather than I would say like a manic or depressive episode that he probably suffers. His like, yeah, his music is undeniably getting worse. Um, it went from he put out what I consider to be two perfect albums uh, in a row with 808s and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And then I, I mean, there's there's an ego to anyone who's that successful. I think it's impossible to even Agreed. get to that point without some kind of ego. Um, especially in, I mean, hip hop is there, a lot of hip hop is so based on like bravado and stuff like that. There's no way you're going to be that famous without having a giant ego. It's the same with athletes. So like sure. I get that, but everything after that has been like extremely hit and miss. And then on a downward trend toward just being like trash, like absolute trash music. And it sucks to see. And then he comes out and says that slavery was a choice, which was uh, a really fucked up thing to say. And then it's just gotten worse. And I like how that has caught up with him because it's somehow refreshing to see that, yes, sometimes there actually are consequences for your actions, even if you are as rich as he is. Well said. Very well put. So. All right, so that was Kanye, uh, Bloodbaths number three. I didn't think of Kanye, but that's a great... uh, I would probably give a quick honorable mention to Kanye. Uh, It's just been one disappointment after another for about 10 years now. So uh, my number two is, uh, we talked about this earlier. Aaron, you said, if you don't like football, you go watch baseball. And I don't want to because baseball is my number two. And Uh uh, I still like watch baseball and I root for the Yankees and I root for the Reds. Uh, but baseball as a sport, I hate the trajectory that baseball is on with the emphasis on three true outcomes. And for people who don't watch baseball, it is uh, three true outcomes. You emphasize players that either strike out, get a walk or hit a home run and nothing else other than that matters Uh, to some of these teams and including the Yankees. I fucking hate how they build their team. 
how they lead the league in home runs every year. And then when they get to the playoffs and they face good pitchers, they strike out 60 fucking times a game. And it is, it is absolutely unbearable to watch. And the teams that win the world series are not the teams that hit the most home runs in the regular season. They're the teams that like, if they need a guy to get a fucking single, they got guys that can get a single and the guardians were like this. Unfortunately, they're not a good team, but they do hit the ball. <laughs> I had, to, I had to shit on you a little bit, Alan, because you talk so much shit. But they do hit the ball. The game, it's no big deal. You know? They do hit the ball. And I like I respect the hell out of them for trying to build a team of guys that like if you need a double, someone can go hit a double instead of striking out four times a game. Baseball fucking yeah, sucks man. now. And it's because a combination of the three true outcomes because statistically it's better to do those three things than anything else. If you strike out, you can't hit into a double play. If you walk, you get on base. That's cool. You see all the pitches. If you hit a home run statistically, that's obviously the best thing you can do. You want people to hit home runs, but the fact that everyone's trying to hit home runs and not trying to hit, you know, just a single to left field coupled with the fact that pitchers are better than they have ever been means that baseball is sometimes you turn on a baseball game and people strike out 30 fucking times and I hate watching it. So that's my number like two Aaron, baseball, like Aaron judge, like Aaron so, judge in so the playoffs. Basically, Motherfucker so hit 60 home runs. Dave, Dave's really, really fucking salty that Aaron judge struck out 30 times in the playoffs. Well, I'm not super salty about him because he did hit multiple home runs against the guardians that led to the Yankees beating them uh, in a, in a comeback <laughs> series win. Uh, I might add, uh, but, um, it's, I mean, it's partly Aaron judge. It's also John Carlos Stanton on the Yankees. It's Anthony Rizzo guys that hit a ton of home runs and then they get to the playoffs and they just can't fucking make contact. And I hate that. This is but what they come up against good pitching. Well, I mean, that's, it's, it's they that's go the up issue. against good pitching with the idea of trying to hit a home run. No one's trying to make right. soft contact and get on base. Everyone's just trying to hit a home run and it sucks. That's why Terry Francona manages the most exciting baseball teams in the league every year he manages a team they are the most exciting team because they put bats on balls he's i mean like and it it makes a game it makes the game fun to watch you know you watch a game where there are where there are 20 hits you're having a good time you watch a game where there are four hits but eight runs i mean it's all right like you have to see some people like some fucking dingers dude the but, um the phillies you know? the phillies yeah. made made the world series and they got fucking no hit in the world series how fucking embarrassing is that how embarrassing is that i can't i read that in the morning the morning after and i just i couldn't even comprehend Getting I mean, no I, hit in the world. I did watch. Uh, I did watch. <laughs> shout out to Ratboy <laughs> and Craig. Uh, we did watch that Reds playoff game when they made the playoffs for the first time in forever, and then Roy Halladay threw a no hitter in the first game. Uh, so we watched that together. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I, I will get off this. Uh, but baseball is my number two. Just the emphasis on people either striking out or hitting home runs or getting a walk is making it borderline unwatchable. They are adding in a pitch clock, which is going to be good because now these games shouldn't take like five fucking hours, even though no one gets on base. It's like pretty brutal to watch. So hopefully that pitch clock can 
help out? I I think that baseball really benefits from the fact that you only really need to watch beginning in October. Everything before that is just gravy. That's right? true. I mean, yeah, regular season baseball. Who who cares? I mean, baseball's fun to, or it's it's good to like if you're like making dinner or doing something that requires like 90% of your attention, baseball is a great thing to have on, on in the background. And that's not necessarily a good thing to say about a sport in my opinion. So I will say has, has resident, I know nothing about baseball person and I kind of don't like the game in general. I will say it's interesting based on what I do know, how much the game has changed. And I think unlike probably any other sport to where, like you're saying, Dave, you've almost eliminated half of the positions in the game because now only now any, all anyone is trying to do is hit a home run and strike somebody out. I understand like fundamentally, that's probably how the game, I know that's how the game works, but just like you're saying, it's like you've amped it up to a degree where there's, there's just no, like the the strategy is is changed so differently and it's it's boring to watch. I also think it's like I said in our baseball episode. I uh, I think what makes baseball so romanticized is like the stories and the legends that you hear. And I think like you're saying, it's like the modernization of baseball has made it really hard to have those moments where somebody steps up to play and you know they hit a line drive and they you know they're only getting a single. But then the next person comes in and hits a, you know, you know, home run or, you know what I'm saying? I just, I, I feel that very much. It's, it's almost like they've taken the game down to just pure statistics in it. I can I, see how yeah. it's annoying to watch. I, I think those stories are fewer and farther between now because there are so many games when you get late in the game and they bring in like the really good pitchers and they just strike out seven people in a row. And like those stories just kind of fade. I don't know. I'm, I am like salty, but I've, I've, I mean, I thought this before the playoffs this year, I'm very like not happy with what baseball is like now. So anyway, that's baseball. Aaron, what's your number two? Okay. My number two is going to be Saturday night live. Um, oh, good one, uh, good I was going to say that too. Excellent. That was going to be on my list. Saturday Night Live is in my in like the grand realm of what I have watched. It's one of my favorite all time shows. Um, I basically watched every episode that existed from 1994 until like 2012 or 13, uh, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, throughout that era um a lot of people talk about like you know they should just cancel snl you know lauren michaels is getting older blah 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 but they never will because there is nothing else that they could put on a saturday night time slot that would get that many viewers it will always exist and we should all move on right um but i uh i i I, saturday night live was always like one of those like like great bastions of uh like the best comedic talent in america and we saw for decades uh young comedians uh no names go on that show and turn themselves into mega movie 
superstars. And that doesn't happen anymore. And I think uh, at least within the last like eight years. And it's just because it's it's not good. So like, why why isn't it good? You know, to me as like the old man, I would say that comedy is changing this idea of 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 of, of pushing like to like, like to the extreme of like what you can do and 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 taking risks. Uh, just d- does not exist. It's why stand-up comedy is bad. My number two should just be comedy in fucking general. But Saturday Night Live is an is an American television institution, and to me now it is uh, unwatchable. Like I'll I'll be on Reddit and I'll see like a oh this SNL skit is like getting upvoted really high, and I'm like I know that is terrible. Like I don't even have to watch it. <laughs> I know it's bad. So the other reason is like SNL has always had this thing about like reaching like the youth, like, you know, the, the youth are like SNL used to be cool. Like that's what the young people were watching. This is what cool people were watching. And I, I, I think like one of the reasons I don't like it so much is because they're not reaching out to me anymore. They're reaching out to other people who find things like who find different things funny than I do. But again, it goes back into my point of SNL just getting worse, at least in my perspective. And I imagine for most people my age, they feel the same way. So I'm going to stop talking, but my number two is going to be a uh, Saturday night live. Who's on Saturday night live at this point. Do Keenan's still there? Yeah. I think he retired. I thought he retired last year. Did he? No, Did he? I saw you. He, he's still going. Weird. It's pretty. Um, cool. It's a whole lot of new people. Um, the that one, the two people that were on there the same year that Luke started, they're still there. I can't remember their names. The girl and the guy. Um, and then there's a couple other that have been there for a minute that aren't too terrible. But by and large, Aaron's absolutely right. SNL has been on the biggest downward trajectory for. Almost a decade, almost, almost, almost a decade. But like the last, like the last five years, every year gets like significantly worse. Like I remember last, maybe it was last year. There'd be some times I'd be watching some clips on YouTube or I'd be watching the episode the next day, just kind of like, you know, see if there was anything that was funny. Cause usually they'll at least have one skit that I'm like, all right, that was decent. But like, I noticed like last year, there was like so many times where it's like, like not only was it not good, but I'm like, this is like barely passable. Like they just stopped the skit. They don't know how to finish them. Like they, they literally just kind of look at the camera and go, okay, that, that's it. Thank you. Like <laughs> almost, almost that level, like a high school production level, like the, the quality, like not just to Aaron's point. I know he's going to make it, it's like comedy has changed and it's not as good anymore. It's, the shows become way too political, but I mean, like the quality in general. I think just the acting, the performances, like it's all gone downhill so much. Like it's it's almost embarrassing to watch. I yeah. feel bad for people on that show. It's in my opinion, I haven't found SNL to be like the least bit funny since Bill Hader left. Like he was the last person on SNL yes. who got like lots of yeah. time. Yes, that I was like, right. he is legitimately funny. Whenever he's in a sketch, I want to watch it uh, of like the, you know, the, the featured people on the show. Shout out to Luke, by the way, and fuck SNL for fucking him over. 
Net, never yeah, let him do a, never let him do a thing. Let, yeah. let it be known for people who haven't listened. We are so popular that we did have a former SNL guest <laughs> on our show. But Incredibly if you ask popular. him, like, no, if you ask this motherfucker, the first thing he will say was, "I had a lot of ideas, and they never got anywhere, and then I got fucking fired." Because yeah. that's what it fucking is. Because they're not willing to let people take those risks. No, because they anymore. they're like in the the downfall of it for me was like when I'm like when I'm on Reddit or I'm on Twitter and I see an SNL clip and I'm like, Oh, Alec Baldwin's playing Trump again for the 25th straight show. Like, <laughs> He's not yeah, even president anymore. Who, yeah. I know, who the fuck cares? Like, come on, have some fucking creativity. You hire new people every year. Like, are you out of ideas? You have to get Alec Baldwin every goddamn week. So I have a solution, right? Lauren Michaels retires and he turns the show over to Tina Fey and she ushers in a new era of the show. That's the best you can hope for, but it will never ever fucking happen because Lauren Michaels, not a great guy. <laughs> like, right. Lauren Michaels will fucking die before he, re- he will cancel that show before he relinquishes any relinquishes any power to anybody else to run that show. That's why yeah. you'll never see it, but they gave it to Tina Fey. I, I, I would tune in like, Maybe not the next season while they're like, you know, cutting the fat, you know, but two, three seasons down the line after she's at like, like a football coach, like able to put her own plan in and get her players, you know, I, that would be something I would be interested in checking out. But yeah, I mean, bloodbath was nice, dude. The show's fucking sucked for a long time since Bill Hader left, since Jason Sudeikis left, you know, these, these really good people, Bobby Moynihan. Why isn't he so he hasn't done shit since then? Why is he still not on the show? That's a guy worth watching. Why did you get rid of him? Like, so it's awful. Do not like it anymore. Yeah. Yep. It's shitty. Totally agree. Um, so that was SNL. Aaron's number two. Alan, what's your number two? My number two is IPAs. Um, I don't really have a lot to say, but you know, guys out there that are making IPAs. I don't know if it's a contest about uh, how hoppy you can make beer, but it probably doesn't need to be that hoppy. Um, so IPAs, I used to really love them. Now they're just a little bit too hoppy for my flavor. Number two is IPAs. So let me ask you this question, Alan. Yeah, no, let me ask you this question, Alan. So like you used to love IPAs. What was an IPA that you like would say like, like, is it more so like you, you like you try different stuff and it doesn't hit you the same? Or is it more like the IPAs that you normally drink are like taste differently than they used? I find that there are fewer and fewer IPAs that fewer craft IPAs that I drink that are actually drinkable you know the ideas drafted what's that i'm sorry i said it was a trick question they've all been terrible forever but please make a point <laughs> no, no 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 like i i like ipas genuinely uh but i find that craft beers that i drink recently the ipas have been much too intense you know ipas that you find on draft in places that have been out in production for years, they're good. They're solid. Um, but when I drink, like they're, they're making double and triple IPAs at this point, which seems excessive to me. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I, that's just my, my opinion, I guess. 
you know. Yeah. Do they have cold brew IPAs? They have IPA where that they like their hop in dry ice. It's called like cryo hopped IPAs. Cold brew yeah. coffee IPAs. Oh yeah, they're, they're called cold IPAs. Cold. Yeah, yeah. It's like an IPA cold brew combination. Like, dude, what the real answer okay, is yeah. here? I can get down on that. Is the market for like craft beer is just like it's oversaturated. There's too much stuff flying out. For sure. Like the 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 free market creates that competition and craft beer has fucking exploded since we were teenagers, right? So like there 100%. is this like built-in competition to yeah, to make the hoppy. Oh, you like that? Why don't you try something that straight up tastes like your grandma's butthole? Like, yeah. you know, like it, it's it, it's it's and it's gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger until the heat death of the sun and our planet goes away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to just to clarify though, Aaron, I love the taste of your grandma's bottle. <laughs> I know you like IPAs. Yeah, Aaron, you're right. It's a it's an arms race, dude, with stuff like that. When there's like room to make it hoppier, you know, and people are like, "Oh, you liked the uh you like the triple IPA?" All right, well, how about this quadruple? IPA. Yeah, they exist. This quadruple double dry hopped cryo frozen cold brew IPA. I'm like, I don't want to die. Yeah, that sounds like it would kill a- an 18th century peasant <laughs> in a couple of sips. <laughs> I do agree because I feel craft beer in general has been really interesting the last, you know, 15 or so years. Um, there was like a, there was a point in time where like there was a fun, there's a really fun aspect to it that everybody would come up with something kind of new and weird and original. And it was also like really driven heavily by like artwork and just, it was just a real neat niche kind of thing. And then Aaron honestly really like encapsulates it perfectly when he says it's like an arms race. And now people are just going absolutely fucking ape shit with it. And it's just, it's, it's just overkill, like complete overkill. I have not drank. I have not gone out to like, honestly try and drink any new beers or of any kind for a good two years. Like I've just gone to liquor. Like I'm, I'm beard out. I, I can't do it right now. I'm so over it. I like going out and getting like a craft beer sampler, you know, where they, they'll give you a list of like 15 beers and you just pick four of them to try. Like, I like that. But if I go to like a store and I'm looking at all the craft beer and there's like 17 craft beers that are like, blueberry flavored and i'm like what what are we doing here like this is this is too much there are no more flavor combinations or like type of beer and flavor combinations left it's all done let's scale it back (laughs) we just got a beer (laughs) We, we we just got like a line of beers that are based off of like cereal flavors so we have like this french toast crunch like uh like milk stout and we have this like fruity like we have this beer that's a blonde ale that's supposed to taste like fruity pebbles milk and this shit is not any and it's insane because i'll buy these things for our store and they'll be gone in a week like you know people are they're always wanting to try that shit but you know going back to alan's thing like and you know actually going back to but i think just beer in general i i I enjoy less over time like at this point when i'm drinking i'm not drinking to like enjoy the taste like if i'm gonna make the choice to get drunk i'm getting liquor dude because it's the cheapest way i could give fuck i don't care about beer anymore dude especially now that it's all like 25 dollars a four pack man so yeah 
that is, and they're expensive as fuck too. So you got to be like me. You got to have like one beer a month and then that one beer will get you plenty drunk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So that was craft beer. Allen's number two. Bloodbath. No, 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 no. that was two. IPAs. That IPAs. Was right. IPAs. We got on the subject craft, of craft beer, but specifically craft IPAs. Beer, craft beer, I feel like, is is headed in a good direction. IPAs, though, specifically, I feel like are headed downhill. It's, yeah, it's just a lot. But yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, if you want to never drink the same beer twice, you can do that now. So that's cool. Um, so Bloodbath, what's your number two? My number two thing that seems to constantly be getting worse. I really hate how kids these days talk. Um, <laughs> oh, bloodbath with the first oh real God. old man answer. Oh, yeah. USA. Oh, yeah. Oh, USA. <laughs> I, I know it's been something in the fringes for the last, the last like 15 years, 16 years, 20 years, I guess. But it's become like so prevalent here lately that I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm. It is the thing that probably concerns me the most about having a child of my own that she's going to grow up speaking such broken English, um, that it, it, like it's almost inescapable. I don't know how she's going to be able to avoid it. So many of her peers. Uh, are going to grow up speaking um, in the broken English with, you know, it's like I'll text some people. Like I, I work with a lot of younger kids, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, a lot of 20 year olds, you know, and it, they, they just leave words out in sentences completely. Like what, what you do, what happened? Like they're, 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 you know, I mean, back me up, Aaron. Too. It's like, they just, they, they not, forget words. They you don't, at all, dude. I'm like, you're full of shit. Terrible backing you I, up. They speak. They speak with such. You know, they speak in this kind of. Are um, you talking about text messages, though? No, that's how they talk in real life. Bloodbath. That's how you talk in text messages. <laughs> that's true. That's exactly <laughs> how Bloodbath but that's how, but that's how they talk in real life. It sounds silly. Text messages is fine. They, they also speak with a a. A, a certain inflection that I think is extremely <laughs> obnoxious to listen to. Well, that um, doesn't it sounds like everyone. It sounds like everybody. All of a sudden, like everyone became like Cajun or Creole. Like they, <laughs> they, like we all know what we're talking about. I don't know. Everyone talks like it's, Farmer Fran. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Go a little bit. <laughs> you guys I'm gonna, can. I, I'm I'm going to make a point here. Is this is the this is the point is like Dave said at the very beginning, we are now Walter Matthau, you know, we are, we are a grumpy old <laughs> men, dude. Like, right. That, that is who, who's the other guy, Jack Lemon. Like, right. That is the most grumpy old guy response we've had tonight, but we shouldn't jump on bloodbath because we've all been doing this. Right. So here's why, where I will agree with you. Bloodbath is like language changes and, what is cool in pop culture and therefore America and therefore the rest of the fucking world is what 13 to 22 year olds are doing insane. Right. So, but to be fair, like how disappointed do you think my grandfather is that I say dude all the time? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like this, these are 
And your answer is good because you're right. But that's the cool thing about it is it's always going to change. What I will say is like, how fucking hard must it be for a person in another country trying to learn English and seeing our pop culture and just be like, I'm so confused on what I'm actually supposed to say. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I do think it's a good answer. But like, to be fair to human beings, this happens every five fucking years, dude. We were saying crunk. In high school, nobody says that anymore, dude. But we all still yeah. know what it means. Like, Are so, you uh, saying crunk in high school? I'll Aaron say crunk was. now, Alan. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I don't think it's. I don't think it's like word. It's not certain use of language or vernacular. It's just the fact that they speak in such an a broken, unintelligible dialect that it just seems extremely hard to communicate. I'm not talking about slang or, or the use of certain words. Honorable mention to the American educational system. I was just about to say that this is what happens when you cut funds to public schools for decades at a time. But to what you said, Aaron, as someone who did learn another language in another country, the shit that the teenagers say in Korea is also unintelligible to me as someone who speaks like formal level of Korean, you know? So like that's that's just fucking teenagers, man. They they speak in like teenagers speak. They slang and texting codes and shit like that that doesn't make any sense to me because I'm not a teenager. So that's that stuff like I don't know, man. Kids are fine. Like I I work with college students now. They they're fine. Um that being said, like there is something to be said for like the decay of the education system that's fucking getting worse as we speak another Michael Bumpus candidate, the quality of public education in the United States, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> I should play, I should play like play taps in the background during this. But, <laughs> that would be very funny. But yeah, like I get what you're saying, bloodbath. Like as long as you're not saying like the teenagers speak in like slang or like, you know, a mannerism that is not the way I talk. Therefore it's bad. No, it, it's not. It's it. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm very much saying it. It seems like they're, and I think you've you've probably crystallized it more. It's there is a lack of education on the proper use of grammar and enunciation to for a base level communication skill. Like it's not so much slang or that they don't sound the way I want them to sound. It's very much a result of, like you said, poor education choices. So. Guys, is it just me or is Bloodbath capping for real, for real right now? Like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> is he what, what? Aaron, what? I'm going to, I'm going to boot you out of discord right now. If I ever say it again, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was, um, Bloodbath's number two, talking about language and, uh, education there. I, it's hard to argue with that. So my number one is, something that could have been rolled into that Michael Bumpus and it's social media, my number one, but I'll explain. It's not me talking about how social media is ruining society or something. It clearly is. I don't feel like we need to talk about that. Um, it's not me talking about how Elon Musk is ruining Twitter, which is, uh, which sucks because I love Twitter so much. Um, it's more just like that when we first got on social media, MySpace, early Facebook days, even like early Instagram, stuff like that. It was a lot more fun 
a lot more like exciting. Now it's just like, you know, I guess it's unavoidable to talk about politics a little bit or like, you know, the erosion of like your, the quality of things you see, but it's like, there's so many ads, there's so many like, the, the the pivot to make social media so video-based, like how Facebook and Instagram are trying to copy TikTok so badly. Um, and I don't, I'm not going to say that like TikTok is bad either. I just don't watch it. I know there's a lot of cool stuff on TikTok. I just don't do it. Um, but like just the experience of using social media and the decisions that they've made with those apps to make them so video based and to put so many ads on Twitter. Um, and just the experience of it is not like that fun anymore. Like I still go through Twitter cause there's a bunch of funny shit that I send to you guys all the time, but like, I don't really look at Instagram that often anymore. I definitely don't look at what people are posting on Facebook there's no fun to be had in a lot of these places anymore. And it used to be fun. So it's getting worse. My number one, social media. I'm going to make a very quick point on my Instagram TikTok thing. I saw a uh, clip of uh, Bo Burnham, weirdly, and he was like giving this speech about how like when social media like blew up and they started getting like investors and they really started like getting like creeping into like 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 consciousness that like when when you take on so much money from like people who are like investing in your product all they ever want to see is growth like right like that's why investors give you money they don't give you money so you can like live out your dreams they they give you that money so that you can turn a profit like right and i think that's like the biggest problem with you know you said it with instagram and facebook becoming tiktok we could you know, sit down and talk for two hours about how Facebook has like constantly like pushed like, you know, monetization over like what the app started as. I remember when Facebook first came out, it was the year before we went to college and you could not get on Facebook unless you had a like specified college email account. I remember when I went to Ohio University, they had a like a booth like on campus where you would go to get your email account so that you could log into Facebook. So like you're, you're, you're right. Like social media used to be like groundbreaking and exciting because it was new and it was like cool because it was like people our own age. The minute Facebook was like all right you could just be anybody and be on here that's when social media fucking exploded and that's why i mean i i I don't do the tiktok either i'm very cool with being like yeah i know like my algorithm would probably give me hours and hours of entertainment but like it, it went from like this really like niche thing to being what life is now and if you're like aware of that that's when it started that's when you start thinking about like okay this is problematic this isn't this fun little thing that i used to do this is like (laughs) <laughs> like affecting like like countrywide elections and shit like this is this is actually bad yeah. so i i think it's a really good answer dude but yeah yeah dude it's definitely not the same as it was when we were you know yeah i i guess i should like narrow this down i am i'm not even talking about social media influencing elections and spreading conspiracies and all of that like all those horrible things that everyone knows that social media is doing I am talking about uh, the content that my friends and people I know put on social media (laughs) is like, it's just not as entertaining as it used to be. Like it used, people used to do a lot more on there and like, 
I guess it's just because people have like become a little bit more boring in their like social lives and stuff, which is, which is cool. I don't do shit in my social life either, but it's, it's not like fun to go on and see what people are saying or what people are doing. I go on social media now to see what like weird people on Twitter are saying. Like, tell tell me, make a really fucked up joke. I'm going to send it to my friends, but like, I'm not going to go on Facebook and read what people are writing because I, I don't want to see it most of the time, except for that one guy that you're friends with on Facebook, Aaron, that posts all that like hilariously dirty shit. That guy's great. That's awesome. He's the only reason I'm still on Facebook. <laughs> Shout outs to Lamonte. Yeah, he, that, that is hilarious. <laughs> so that's interesting, Dave. I think you're right. I think it's in the beginning. I feel like a lot of social media, maybe not quite so much Facebook, but like, I think a lot of social media had a, it was such a wild, wild West that, you know, there was so much little like rules or like purpose for like monetization that so many people that had a creative, it gave so many people a creative outlet and it was fun. People would like write interesting things or make jokes like Twitter, especially. I remember like when I first started getting on Twitter, I would uh, read, um, I would follow the account modern Seinfeld and like, just yeah. read these like little like synopsis of what like modern episodes of Seinfeld would be like. And they were so fucking funny. And as you said, not even going into polit- a political realm with it, it's interesting how all the platforms end up just becoming places for people to dump the almost diary of their like daily lives and quite honestly live that interesting of lives. I mean, dude, people don't you even know? do that anymore. It's It's like, you know... I, I don't know. It, people used to do a lot more different stuff. I guess that's what I'll say. Like you said, people used to write like notes and stuff on on Facebook. Used to like, yeah. if people wanted to write like a short little essay about something that they cared about, people did that. Now it's just like, uh, let me repost this news clip with, um, you know, how I feel about this. And it's it's just less interesting i think i don't know i it was kind of a half put together point but even the 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 summary is even if you take away all the political stuff all the conspiracy theories all the racism and hate speech take all of that away it's it's still just not as fun as it used to be uh except for a couple times a day i will see something on twitter that like makes me laugh out loud uh, but that's not a great ratio, I guess. And props to Alan for uh, living without social media. Uh, I, wild. Yeah, wild. I actually, uh, I made a Twitter account to troll people okay. over the last few months. So. He's the villain again. No, yeah, that, no, no. Yeah. That's not very that's a, cash money of you. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's, not, that's not very Gucci at all, my dude. <laughs> I'm very confused about what all that what all that meant. Well, that's what you get for trolling people media. on Twitter. Know, yeah. <laughs> it's very very much true. I don't yeah. pay much attention to what happens on social media. I just like to have my say on occasion. Well, that's uh that's what it is now. Um and uh Bo Burnham also part of Who's I Bo think Burnham? it was uh, he's a comedian. 
Um, one of his, okay. I think it was one of his recent specials or something. He, he just kind of had like a, it's, it's barely even a joke, but it's like a really good delivery where he just says to the effect of like, why does anytime anything happens, everyone has to get on social media and say what they think. Like the, the way that that's become is like pretty unbearable as a, you know, an experience to like spend my time reading what, how everyone reacts to the latest horrible thing that's happened. Uh, it's, it's just like not a fun place. So I will, uh, I'll get off this. That was my number one social media. Aaron, what's your number one? Okay. My number one is my body. Now, uh, while <laughs> it's, it's my number one too, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, this is something I was going to suggest for uh, a Michael Bumpus. And I think it relates to Alan's third about running on concrete, hurting his feet. There's a reason it hurts your feet. Like I sh- I'm, I'm sure you have good running shoes, right? You're a lawyer. If you run, no, like you have good why. running it's shoes, right? I, I do not have good running shoes right now. No, no, I, it hurts no. My feet. This, is, this is the point I'm making. No, it's not. It's because your feet are deteriorating, right? Because, <laughs> you're, because you are getting older and your body is letting you down. Now, this don't isn't even like that. Aaron. No, they, no, don't got, say that. No, listen, somebody has to be the fucking adult here. Bloodbath. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm not even talking about like my my physical appearance like my physical appearance is also clearly getting worse like that's not <laughs> that's not a thing like that i'm gonna argue at all but, <laughs> but just you look what? great buddy you're, I know, you're looking I know. good all the time I, I i understand this but i looked better when i was 23 so um it just okay so like let me give you an example so my boss came up to work the other day and he had this thing in the bed of his truck and he was like Aaron will you jump up in there and uh get this out for me and I like looked at it and I went like my body instinctually went into jump mode and then I had like that brief half second where I was like bro can you jump up there anymore <laughs> like can you can you can you do do, do your feet and legs have the strength to not only sustain the upwards force of jumping but also landing in the bed of this guy's truck can you get over that that back part. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm without like, you know, I, I, I don't run, but I have, and y- you know, my, my, my feet do not like my body recovery is just not what it used to be. Dave can't even fucking use his shoulder anymore, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I had, to, I, I had, to, I had to get up at seven o'clock this morning and go in and unload an entire truck of like 50 to 70 pound boxes of liquor. And you guys have no idea how fucking sore I am right now. That bone that's like your pelvis bone that connects into the muscle of your inner thigh (laughs) is unbearable for me right now, dude, because I was doing a lot of twisting. My lower back hurts, bro. I remember we would go out and play football and beat the shit out of each other for two and a half fucking hours and i would get up the next day eat my fucking frosted flakes and like fucking go do something you know what i mean but any like i could never go play a game of basketball like right now with the shape that my body's in do you know what jumping would do to my feet and knees i'm going to chill because i'm also now getting mad because i know i'll never play football again but if if there is something in my life that I've, you know, I, I've always been pretty athletic. Like when we were in high school and I was in college, like I, I love to play sports. I love to go out and be physical and run around and shit. I just can't do it anymore. Like, you know, the, as you get older, like your, your like exercise options are limited to like 
a fucking treadmill or a goddamn like, you know, elliptical or like five pound free weights while you jazzercise. Like that's that's old people exercise now, man, because your body is failing you. Dave, Aaron, Alan, Bubbles, yeah. Aaron. it's all, they're I all really, <laughs> like, it's I really feel like, and my number I really one feel is like, my own body. I really Alan, feel like you need please. to start exercising a little bit more. Alan, Alan, it, 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 it didn't matter if I exercised or not. Exercise would be harder to me than it was five years ago. It was three years ago, definitely than it was like a decade ago. You know what I'm saying? Like you get out and you run and shit all the time. Like that's fucking cool, dude. Let me tell you this right now. You cannot run as well as you could have eight years ago. Like you, you just can't like, it's that is, like, this is why athletes is retire at 33. Objectively and older than that. No, it's the not. Statistics, like, no, the no, statistics no, it's would not. say no, differently. I, Aaron, no, I'm just saying my mile time is statistically better than it was eight years ago. You are not right about that because you just told me you can't run on concrete without your feet hurting. It takes you nine <laughs> minutes to run a fucking mile because you're old. Your feet will hurt four and a half minutes into it. I think. Like, like, do not play with me, Alan. You're you, like, I knew Alan was going to be the one to combat me on this. Alan, your body is failing. And in 10 Aaron, years, your dick Aaron, isn't going to work anymore. Just think Aaron, about that, Aaron, dude. Finally, ran, some peace and quiet. I ran a <laughs> dude, six you. minute mile. I right. Alan, 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 what Aaron's saying, what Aaron's saying is that Alan, if you applied yourself 10 years ago, as much as you apply yourself now to running, it would be better than it is now because your body was just your peak physical athletic shape is in your late twenties. It's I'm saying, I'm saying the day after you're absolutely right. It would have been infinitely better eight years ago. Alan, can I ask you a very quick question? Do you remember what your high school yearbook photo looked like? <laughs> I do. I okay. Do. So, so, so do Distinctly. I, right? High school, how long, high school was How long was your hair, my dude? How, how long was your hair, my guy? So you had really long hair in high school. We can all agree, right? Alan, what does your hair look like now? And I'm not, I'm not trying uh, to... Yeah, Aaron, you better watch what you're saying. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up, dude. You better I'm fucking high. watch it. <laughs> You guys just oh, gotta dude. fucking sack up and accept this shit. Your I body like, is failing. I, li- I like my hairline at this point. It's nice. I like your hairline a lot better now than I did in high school too. But you were my, hair, my hairline in high school was dope. <laughs> you are you are forced to have that haircut because your body decided to stop giving you hair. Like it's <laughs> failing you, dude. <laughs> I feel like, all right, so we started he's this conversation wrong, last episode. Yeah, he's not wrong. We we started this conversation last episode when Aaron said that he a skill that he wished to have was to dunk a basketball. But what Aaron left out is that after dunking the basketball at age 34 or whatever, you would destroy I, your I gotta legs. I got to come back down. Yep. Destroy yep. your legs. Like, unless you dunk the basketball and then Shaq is there and just like grabs you and like lowers you down <laughs> to the ground, <laughs> like, which would be like great. Jackson, I would appreciate I that very much. Yeah. Um, but it would be really nice. Yeah, man, you're, you're, you're totally right. And like, this is uh, a common answer on um, listener responses. Uh, but like, I will sneeze and then my back will hurt for two days. That happens to me sometimes. Um, 
I, like you said, I hurt my shoulder. I got surgery. The surgery was like partially successful. So my shoulder doesn't hurt when I put a coat on anymore, but I definitely can't like do burpees anymore. Cause I'll fuck my shoulder up again. And that's just the way it is for the rest of my life. I have a bad shoulder. Uh, it's well, but just fuck burpees though, for real. Well, I mean, I like, I like you, Alan, I like to exercise and I used to like doing burpees for some quick, uh, like high intensity workout, but I can't do it anymore because the force of falling to the ground and then instantly going into a push up will destroy my shoulder. So and your wrists now. So let me, let me ask this, Alan, you said it was also your number one. Why, why don't you talk about it for a second? Like why, why is that your number one? No, that's not, I was making a joke that your body breaking down was also my number oh. one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I just can't fuck it like I used to. Sucks. <laughs> I want to say I want to say something here real quick. All right, bloodbath. So, you know, this last year, eighteen months or so, um, I decided to get into shape again, and I've exercised like a madman. I think I'm down forty pounds, my man. Thank you. And for 35 years old, I think that's pretty that's pretty decent and the workout regimen has been pretty um intense to to cope with that. And I I don't notice it, you know. I lift a lot of weights. I do a lot of cardio. I do a lot of um like sit-ups and push-ups and 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 some light yoga here and there and stuff like that. And I really feel like I'm after, you know, a few months worth of doing it every day. Like I, I don't feel like my body really feels any different to me than it did when I was, you know, 25, 24. You are, no, you are talking out of your fucking ass. Like, dude, I'm so, did you exercise exercise at 25 or 24 though? No, he didn't. Like, like that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Did he just ask me the question? You're right. I'm so sorry. I jumped. Thank you. (laughs) I did not. I did not exercise to the level I am now. I haven't exercised. I have not exercised to this level since I was 18 or 19. And yes, there was a huge difference. The first three months, I feel like the first couple months, I really started making the effort to go to the gym. It was way harder than it was when I remember being 18, 19, 20 years old. However, I feel like day to day, my body feels really good and nothing ever really bothers me with the exception. I do occasionally feel if I sleep in a weird position, parts of my body hurt that never hurt before. Not so much my back or my neck, but like my shoulders kill me if I sleep on my, like if I sleep on my side too long, or if I don't have my pillows in the exact place now. So I agree. My body has changed and different and not as durable as it was. However, I feel it's a little bit of, um, to each his own. So you agree with everything that I said. Good. I'm glad you got to that. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. No, that's not my team. Well, that's not my team. I also just don't feel like, like Dave said, like he sneezes weird and it like hurts his back. Like I just don't feel like I have, I'm at that point yet personally right. where things like that can affect me in that way. That doesn't mean it's not at some point. I'm just saying at 35, I'm not totally there yet. Well, it's that 
that in particular, that's just an example. It's not like, and like, I fully agree with like both of you guys, both of you guys are exercising, you're, you're killing it and you feel good. That's totally possible. But I also think that like (laughs) just the simple reality, uh, whatever exercise you do now in order to stay in the shape you're in is more exercise than you needed or less calories than you needed. Uh, when you're younger, because your body is just getting worse and it just takes, takes that exercise to continue feeling good and staying in good shape. And it takes more and more effort as you get older, uh, more attention to what you eat, more attention to exercise that you do and stuff like that. Uh, in addition to, like you said, bloodbath, if you sleep wrong for some reason, like when, when we're younger, it didn't matter how you slept or where you slept or like if you had any padding at all. You could sleep on the fucking driveway and wake up feeling fine. <laughs> now, like you said, you got to have your pillows in the right spot. If I sleep on my left shoulder, I'll wake up with my left shoulder bad. If I sleep on my right shoulder, I'm fine. And it's just the way it is, like just the way it is. And all that exercise and stuff, like I'm proud of you guys and you guys should be proud too of like just killing it with that. But I agree with Aaron, like it is it's the process is, you know, the gears are turning, you know, no, nah, man, I'm going to live to be 130. I, I, I know you are, are, but you're like, whatever. You're not yeah. one of us. You are a know. fucking animal. We know, know that. I don't know. I used to see Alan smoke three packs of great black and milds a day, dog. I'm just saying <laughs> it's all coming around eventually. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aaron. Red wine. Black and yeah. mild. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Red wine's made from grapes, so it's basically the same thing. It's not at all the same <laughs> that, thing. That is science. You cannot argue with science. Uh, Can't do it. There's, there's math behind it. All right. Alan, what's your number one? <laughs> uh my number one is the produce at Kroger. Um so <laughs> great like, answer. The last, <laughs> great answer. The last year, I've been really frustrated with the produce at Kroger. All through COVID, it was excellent. They kept it well-stocked, everything. All of the little uh, bins for your fruits and your vegetables were filled up. But at this point, um, prices have gone up on produce. Not just that, though. You can't find it unless you go on the right day and at the right time, which I think is fucked up. Um. So my number one is the produce at Kroger. Both availability and price. Price can't argue with. I guess like the Kroger's around here are just like good. I don't know. But you cannot argue that the price is getting worse. West Virginia Kroger is terrible. Not great. West Virginia Kroger. Price is terrible. I haven't noticed I haven't noticed any of the grocery stores I've gone to having a lacking of produce in particular. I feel like they're all like pretty much the same as they were the last couple of years, but um, yeah, price for sure, man. That's see, my Kroger's, that. my Kroger's pack. Like they, they pack in like uh pre-prepared food. Like they're, they're all about like the Mac and cheese and the rice aroni and, and stuff like that. Produce gets neglected. It's the sad thing. Hmm. That is unfortunate, my friend. I don't know. I think grocery stores and and uh, to an extent restaurants like definitely struggle with like supply chain issues. 
having a certain things. But I also think it's kind of one of those things where I think people have to be more realistic about what they want produce wise versus what's going to continue to be realistic. Like I know like comments have always been made for 10 or 12 years about, you know, well, all this fruit's always in season, even though it really shouldn't be. And like, how are we getting the fruit and all these, you know, kind of environmental issues like that. But I mean, I think just even like the simple fact of on any given day, do you need six options for cucumbers? (laughs) Like if you went to the store one day and you just couldn't get a cucumber, is it the end of the world? Can you name six options for cucumbers? English? <laughs> one, pickles. Pickles? But like, I mean, Alan, like, he's right. Like, you go to some of these, you go to the grocery look, store. I'm, or, well, I'm I guess I, hold on. I'm, I'm completely I mean, like, organic. All right. Like, it's, it's Brussels sprout season. All right. It's the beginning of Brussels sprout season. No the beginning of Brussels sprout season. Right. You didn't because you got to have some cold months for Brussels sprouts. All right. I mean, like it's it's a known thing. Brussels sprout season. No bulk Brussels sprouts at my Kroger. What's the fucking deal? Well, all right. I blame farmers. We should. I have no. (laughs) I'm waiting for an answer, guys. I I got no answer coming. I mean, it's. Is I don't know. Is no. the supply chain still fucked up? Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. What's the teaser situation at Subhouse like it's, these days? Yeah, he, Bloodbath was <laughs> his whole point to tell us to not be upset next time we got teasers. Good. Everybody's everybody's fully stocked. Hell Good. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Nature US is healing. Me, We're back. Send me some teasers, Bloodbath. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> no man. It, it it's just like I, I'm with Bloodbath. Like. I don't need six options for cucumbers. And if you go to Kroger, they do have like legit several, at least a handful of different types of cucumbers. What about one option for Brussels sprouts though? That that's fine, man. You can still get some Brussels sprouts if you need some. Well, let's also be fair here. This is kind of linking back to like Dave's number three, where we talked about like the quality as well. Now, obviously this doesn't count as produce and I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I love going to Kroger's because they take giant mushrooms and they stuff them full of seafood salad and they're the <laughs> best, right? They're like my favorite thing. I think that counts as produce. <laughs> I, I agree. Right, like, right. I just didn't want to get into semantics here, but I'm going to tell you this. I, I was buying oh, shit. All last year, dude, because they were fucking awesome. And the last two times, not two times, like that's like eight times I bought those things. They're fucking trash, dude. Like, so I'm going to, I will, I I don't give a shit about supply and demand and like the, 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 whatever it takes to get play. Like, that's just how it's going to be forever and ever and ever. But the quality in all of these things is going to go down because they're being produced or grown at a much faster pace because of like the demand for their supply. So I think because if you dude buying those fucking seafood salad stuffed mushrooms, they got fuck. They need kids in the factories making them. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm an American dude. You get me my seafood stuffed mushrooms, bro. And they better be good or I'm going to talk about it on top three. 
I get I, I, I get and one more point I will make is Kroger is the fancy white trash grocery store. So like when uh, like you know, so like when you when that starts going down, it's like so okay, so it's basically Walmart now. So I might as well just go to Walmart, right? Like they're at a Trader Joe's within 10 miles. So I I completely <laughs> agree with you, Alan. When I started shopping at Kroger was the minute I was like, okay, cool. I'm lower middle class. All right. I made it. Like, hey, right. Man. But now it's like, it, it, am I? Like, am I actually? Because I'm shopping at Kroger because their come, shit fucking sucks. Come, come fucking Aldi's. join me at Aldi, man. Ald- Aldi's. <laughs> their produce Aldi's is Aldi's on the other side of town, though. Yeah, Aldi's is in Pickwood. Like, Kroger's five minutes from here. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes. Trader well, Joe's is in Columbus. How is yeah, that man. a thing? There's not a single Trader Joe's in West Virginia. Anyone that's listening to this podcast that can get a fucking Trader Joe's in West Virginia, just do it. All right. You can do it, Alan. Trader Joe is a fan of the show, so I'm sure I'll make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Tag him in our uh, Instagram post. You'll see. West Virginia just doesn't (laughs) recognize Trader Joe's. (laughs) It's like a a law. Yeah. Trader Joe's has been trying to get in for a long time, actually. And the West, like the governor is just like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but no. But I don't right. like it. I don't like it. All right. Uh, so bloodbath, finish this up. What's your number one? All right. My number one thing that keeps getting worse is I'll have to explain it just a teeny bit. So something that ear has irritated me for a while. People who think that living particular city or state is basically their personality trait. I find to be super obnoxious and annoying. And I feel like it's becoming more and more prevalent with people. Now, what I really mean specifically is there are people and they usually grow up, grow up in one particular location and and it, it's across the board. So I'm not picking anyone in particular, any like state whatsoever i'm just saying they'll they'll grow up in one place that's maybe not that exciting maybe you know problematic in some respects maybe not the greatest you know place to grow up and they will move to very trendy cities or states in america and they somehow feel like that's the greatest accomplishment that they've ever made and they just make it their entire personality nothing better to do but talk about how great the weather in Colorado is or they have nothing better to do but talk about how you know well we live here and it's just the greatest place because there's x y and z here great that's awesome good for you not not hating or anything like that but it's just like like it becomes all they can talk about and they they act like they have done something to contribute to the world just because they changed their address and I feel it happens more and more and more. And again, I really don't even, there's a political aspect to it, but I'm not even really going that route. I'm purely just, you know, oh, the beer's better in this state than in that state. Like, we're so much better than you. Or just like, I look at what I've done with my life. I got to live here where I could drink, you know, $15 IPA, like that almost as if you couldn't get it anywhere else like it's it's just it's very arbitrary to me and it's very frustrating because i feel like well some places in america are better than others some places across the world are better than others for lots of different reasons i feel sometimes the things that people connect to are 
much more superficial and quite honestly, like it's not that different than a lot of other places with like certain opportunities. And it's really just marketing. Like everyone thinks that like, you know, like for a long time it was Portland, Oregon was like the Mecca for like all the cool kids. And it's like, yeah, to an extent there was something neat about it, but then they just decided to make it Denver or Austin, Texas. Like, and it's just, it's marketing teams that do this. Like those cities hire these huge marketing firms that start campaigns for that kind of thing. And it's like, it's not organic by any means. The things that are in Austin for the most part are in Chicago or, you know, to maybe at a lesser extent, Columbus, like one doesn't necessarily make it different than the other. And I just think it's weird how some people just end up making that their entire like personality. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to just quickly interject because my voice is going down two things. That is so oddly specific. Like, I have <laughs> no idea what you are talking about. I literally do not talk to anybody <laughs> that says or does those things. Two, Portland <laughs> is not full of cool people. The only cool person in Portland is Damian Lillard, and that's it. All right, I've made my point. <laughs> what, what are the cities that you're talking about? That people are like, I'm from here, and that's my personality. A lot of people in the last couple of years have moved to Denver or Boulder, Colorado, and they've, you know, they've, they've become very obnoxious about pointing that out. How it's just a better place to live. Um, Seattle was one for a while. Portland was one for a while. It does Uh, feel like, I mean, those are objectively better than Troy, Ohio, but um, (laughs) like I, I just, so you, I feel like you have a few people in mind. And I kind of want to ask no. you to call them out. No, no, I, d- I don't have people in mind. I'm just simply saying, I, I just, there's, I've just noticed it. I've noticed it with a lot of people. I think it's, it, it's weird. And again, I don't, I'm not arguing that, that there's an objective better place than other places. I guess I just think it's like, on the one hand, it's like, I think there's, an underhanded marketing ploy there that I think is it's disheartening to learn. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's just like, you know, it's not, you know, it's not as not, it's not as earnest as I think some people would think that it is. And then on the other hand, I also think it's like, Oh shit. I just lost my turn of thought. Bloodbath. It it sounds to me like you didn't contribute. You like, Sometimes people act like they contributed to it. And it's like, no, like you, you just moved there. You don't do anything. I don't know. That is, you have to call people out. That is wildly yeah. crazy. Yeah. Specific. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just, it's not, they're not necessarily have any, it's not necessarily people that maybe you guys know, just, you know, some of them are just people I've met or, or follow on different social media platforms, or I've just met, through different means, but I mean, uh, I just, I don't know. I feel like I, I noticed it a lot. Like, so for, for like one, maybe a more specific kind of example would be, you know, lots of people that were into the music scene, you know, indie rock or garage rock music scene at a certain point in time, everybody wanted to go to Portland because that's where like, there was a big music scene and that's cool. And that's great. And it's sort of like people acted like, you know, they were contributing to it or part of it. And I'm like, that's not so much what goes on today. Like I said, it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. 
is that tracking with anybody else? I mean, maybe it's just something I noticed in my experience. I don't know. Man, it sounds to me like people are excited about the new place they moved to and you don't like them for some are reason. Just mad. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, dude, this is what I did when I moved to Korea, man. Like I was like excited about all the new shit in Korea. And I was excited that like living in Korea was more fun than living in Columbus. And like, not that I think you're calling me out for like me no. being excited about it, but no, it I really sounds like you're just fucking sick of people. Like maybe, maybe bragging or gloating a little bit, but it really just sounds like you have specific people that moved to another city and wouldn't shut up about it. And now you're mad. That's really what it sounds like. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Here, here, no, 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 no. Here's how I'm going to like, what bloodbath is i think like i i get why he's mad about that specific thing but i don't think he's mad about like people that do that it's just the way they act like you just said dave like i just if you're gloating about something that like you 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 really shouldn't have any sense of accomplishment over i also hate you right this is bloodbath's example of that like let's say like some guy was like hmm, yeah i did 25 sets of like 150 at the gym i'm like oh you are the worst is that what you're telling me right now <laughs> if it's, if it's <laughs> like all right so okay, I, I i i i get that that's this is his specific yo this annoys me when people gloat about this type shit so i i, I yeah. do get it about that. it's weird to me because I, I don't talk to people about that but like you interact with more people on a daily basis than I do more different kinds of people than I do. So like it, as much as I've made fun of you for this answer, it's unfair of me to be like, <laughs> I, I don't understand this because I, I, I do. You hate it when people gloat about something that like innately bothers you. And I, you know, so I'll, I'll defend you on that. Uh, I guess, I guess maybe, specific. I guess maybe it would be like, if Any you sport. ever heard somebody. Yeah. But I guess maybe, Maybe Dave, a, a way I can relate it to you more is like you would always hear about some guy, maybe a couple years older than you, that's like, well, I saw Radiohead with like six people when nobody knew who the fuck they were. Like, I'm, I'm better than you because of it. And it's like, yeah, you just happen to be there. You if, know, I, I, I get if it now. They're presenting it, if they're, they're, they're presenting right. it in that way, where it's like, you know, I moved to this city. uh, out on the West coast and this, like this situation that I'm in fucking kills the situation that you're in. Like you should wish to be me right yep. now. If that's their attitude, then yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I, by yes. the way, I thought you were going to give that example and say like, maybe it's a guy a couple years older than you who had long <laughs> hair and wore glasses <laughs> and moved out to, <laughs> moved out no, to no, Portland no, no. like three years after we graduated. <laughs> <laughs> No, just joking. Also, Dave, like, never, never in a million years did I even remotely mean that towards you because I don't feel like you ever did that. No, but I I don't feel like you ever gloated or made it like anything. I was just relating like people that do move to another place that's like totally different, and like it does kind of become part of who you are if you're getting involved in a community uh, like a new community and stuff and checking out all the new stuff and everything. I totally understand that side of it too. But yeah, if it's someone who's like, I just moved to Portugal and everything here is so much better. And everyone who's back in Ohio, fuck you, your life is shit. Uh, Come hang out with me. If I have time, if they're, you know, if they're doing that. Okay. So 
that was bloodbaths number one. Um, people who were two years older than us, who um, was were in our math class, they had long hair and wore glasses, and uh, were the no okay. All right. Anyway, that was our top threes. Let's get into honorable mentions. Uh, my honorable mentions. I have a couple. Uh, number one, South Park. Um, we've talked about that on our South Park episode. Uh, I think the show it, it just continually gets worse. I saw the COVID special a couple years ago. That was one of the cringiest pieces of shit episodes of TV I've ever watched. Uh, that Damn. It was awful. Holy um, shit. Also, uh, Aaron's voice. Got to mention that keeps getting worse. <laughs> and uh, my last one is kind of related to Aaron's number one. Uh, my neck, my back, uh, my pussy and my crack. Keep getting oh, worse. Your, your <laughs> Dave, I'm sorry. Your pussy Keep getting worse. Keeps sucks. getting worse. All right, Aaron, what you got? Uh, well, first off, my voice is beautiful, and I will display that by singing one last kiss from the hit <laughs> Broadway musical Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, no, I, I have a quick few ones. Uh, what I have here, uh, rap music, Taco Bell, uh, how hot it gets in the summertime, uh, the Steelers. Uh, you know, that's, that's just, just, just rattling here. But yeah, uh, let's say Taco Bell, because I'm very mad about that. Oh, all right. I just. I said two, um, roads in general and Cleveland sports fandom. Yes, those, Cleveland sports fandom, the gift that continues to give. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the gift that continues to fuck you. So it's a it's a it's a hard life. All right, bloodbath. Honorable mention. Um, Ohio State fandom. I agree with you. Let's talk about that for forty. I don't minutes. feel like it's so. getting worse. I feel like it's always been bad. I didn't even realize you were an Ohio State fan. He's not. He's talking about the drunk people at the bar. <laughs> He's oh, going to give him money. Yeah, well, no, they're the and, worst. Ohio State's fans are the worst. But they've always been the worst. Dave is That's, right. Yeah, I, really true. So, uh, again, from my perspective, as somebody who's not a sports fan, who's not really a football fan, I can feel over the course of the last 10 or 12 years that I've been catering to Ohio State fans. At first, it was fun and then like mildly annoying. And I feel like every year in the last five years, it's like it gets more and more obnoxious, especially when I feel it's more and more like Ohio State is just a Ohio State is a weird team. Like, they're good. Like they just annihilate these other teams. But sometimes I'm just like, who like they're playing like no, like just the <laughs> most nobody team. And then they just like, just absolutely butt fuck them. Yeah. Then you're lose, the choir, bro. They'll lose to a, to a shitty team every once in a while, like out of the blue. Like, I, I don't know. Like they just, the, the, the over the top worship of Ohio state, in the face of the fact that like, I think there may be a really mediocre sports team, I think is just become more evident over the last couple of years. That's and, what I got to say. 
and and very quickly, sports fandom in general is getting worse. Ever since COVID happened, people are impatient. Yes. You see people throwing shit on the floor at basketball games. You see people getting angrier in real life over sport. Like, bro, I'm going to tell you this like right fucking now. That's sports across the board, bloodbath. And you see Ohio State because that's what your bar does and you want to like, you know, support that shit. I'm going to tell you this right now. Sports fandom is at the most volatile it has ever been. I've never heard Alan talk shit about the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this, this maybe want to punch him in the head, bro. You, that was, my, that was my whole goal. That was yeah. my whole goal. Yeah, you're on, you're on Twitter people. trolling people, bro. I'm going to tell you this right now. Just, uh, I was just waiting for someone to punch me in the face. Yeah, Didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. Didn't happen yeah. one time. No yeah, one bro. balled up and punched me in the face. Yeah, I deserved you talked it. A lot of, at, least, talked a lot of, at least three or four times I deserved it. You talked a lot of shit for a fan that wasn't in New York City supporting your team. That's all I'm going to say, No, what the fuck am I going to go to New York City to support my team? Fuck that shit. I'll go to Cleveland to support my team. Maybe. Maybe. More likely, I'll listen on the radio, though. All right, so Bloodbath, first of all, Ohio State is extremely not a mediocre team. They just, they lose a game every year and people get really mad because losing a game is the end of your season in college football. Um, but Aaron is incredibly right since COVID people's lives have gotten demonstrably worse in a lot of areas. And so people put (laughs) more of their stock and energy and happiness into sports. And you know why, uh, I think this way is because I noticed myself doing it too. I have never gotten yeah. more mad about sports than I have in the last year. <laughs> so, too, so bro. I, I really think people are reacting to this because like lots of things are just worse than they have been. And you, a lot of people turn to sports for, uh, hope and happiness, even, even though that's incredibly misguided to put that, those feelings into sports people do and i feel like they do more and so the reactions when your team loses uh get worse i think um but yeah ohio state fans i am an ohio state fan we have always been the worst and other big fandoms around college sports are also the worst and will continue to be the worst so uh let's get into listener responses (laughs) good transition So I'll get us started with Eric from the Unlockables podcast via Patreon. Eric says, number three, civil discussion. Correct. Number two, mental health. Double correct. And number one, Elon Musk. Triple correct, sir. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. uh, Eric did everything we tried to avoid talking about, but he's 100%. Just knocked it all out in the top three right there. Just clean sweep. Totally right. Yep. Yep. Good list, Eric. Uh, Next up, we have Chris N via uh, our Patreon. Number three is movies. Correct. Number two is McDonald's. I I, I don't agree with that. But number one, capitalism, (laughs) kind of like Ohio State, just been bad forever. Honorable mention, my back. Been there, yep. dude. Mm-hmm. Good list. Uh, next up, we have Chris C. from the Retro Hangover podcast um, via Patreon. Uh, number three is the cost of groceries. Chris feels me. Uh, number two is social media. And number one is politics. Michael Bumpus. Michael Bumpus. Chris C. All right. Next up is Colby. Colby from the Switch It Up podcast, Patreon. Thank you for your money. <laughs> Number three, McDonald's Shamrock Shake has a yearly consumer 
stonk is down. Number two, mental health without Twitter. Number one, mental health with Twitter. Honorable mention, Tom Brady, fan of the show. Fan of the show. Wait, time out. Is, is Kirby Craig? Is this a joke? No, like, no, no Col- 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 Colby is Colby. not Craig. Colby is Colby. So Colby listens, and that fan of the show joke is very funny. Oh, no, I wrote that. I wrote fan of the show. He didn't. Ah, damn it. (laughs) All right, Colby, you lose, homeboy. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is the Fake Gamer Girls podcast. Uh, Number three, Overwatch 2. Number two, the amount of dirty dishes in my sink. Uh, Number one, the cost of groceries, the dishes, never-ending task. A Sisyphean feat, if you will. I, I will. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have. Here we go. Masked Keaton. Uh, number three, the quality of Goldberg wrestling matches. Oh, God, this is rad, isn't it? All right. <laughs> it's not rad. Number, it's, it's Masked Keaton, but it's not rad. I, I think I've proven that I don't trust Rat or Craig. Uh, but Masked Keaton's number two is the collection of games I own and haven't played. Correct. Number one, the cat litter box smell. Well, dude, just don't have a cat. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. Um, next up is Larry from the Bits of Time podcast, uh, whose number three is woke culture slash racism. Number two is religion. And number one is politics which I feel like are all the three things that we agreed we weren't going to talk about tonight. Well, I, I didn't give those stipulations to everybody. I just, I still, I still blame Larry. I still blame Larry though, Dave. Well, that's, that's fair. Next up, we have Keith from the main quest podcast Number three, the apples in my fridge that I keep forgetting to throw out. (laughs) Number two, the value of the U S dollar. And number one, number one, my mental health. Correct. I'm gonna let apples go bad, Keith. You gotta eat those. Gotta eat them. Gotta eat those apples, dude. (laughs) How you like them apples? Yeah, Keith. You gotta eat them apples. Yeah, Keith, dude. You gotta put them in your mouth. You need them, bro. (laughs) If anything, top three is just like what we're really trying to tell you here is if you buy apples, you you gotta gotta eat them. them. If you don't, we don't think you're cool. Keith, you gotta come back on top three, and we'll teach you how to eat those apples, man. Bloodbath will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next up <laughs> is Sarah Bush. Number three, reboots. Uh, agreed. That fucking sucks. Ooh, we should have, yeah. someone should have brought that up. Uh, number two, Congress, correct. And number one, my gas. I, I <laughs> referring to flatulence because if she is, that's a great answer. Oh, God. I'm so glad Aaron gets to read the next one. <laughs> oh god okay here we go i have a good voice and i'm not and i haven't been drinking all right uh next up is jeff formerly jerf so jerf number three perishable food items number two and take a sip of water real quick <laughs> the financial and therefore competitive disparity between mid-majors and power five conference teams which continues to worsen because by creating a virtual, virtually insurmountable gap in funding between the have conference schools like 
Ohio State or the University of California, Los Angeles, and the comparative have-nots like, I don't know, let's say the San Diego State Aztecs of the Mountain West Conference (laughs) or a non-football school like the Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, IUPUI, Jaguars of the Horizon League. For example, uh, the chance of a truly level playing. Oh, my God, it keeps going. The chance chance of a truly level playing field is essentially dissolved, creating what becomes a class system with major schools gathering further exposure. (laughs) This is so stupid. An immense comparative financial gain from playoff runs and championships while the mid to low level major schools or some patsy like Big Ten Rutgers uh, fight to maintain a balance of being good enough to have postseason success, but not enough of it to lose their coaches and other resources to the so-called big guys. In this manner, collegiate athletics could serve as an obvious metaphor for the economic and social gaps of modern day America. But I digress. Number one, my back. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, what he said right there is college football sucks. And I agree with him. Yeah, I'm here for it. Durf's great. Shit, Dave, you're a fucking asshole for making me do that. Dude, he, he wrote it like that. I didn't add anything to that. I did tell I him know, that I would make you read it, it word yeah, for word, though. Put, yeah, you put it in the order. Like, I'm trying to be able to call first, Dave. <laughs> uh, good answer, Jerf. Uh, I really hate perishable food items, too. Yeah. Uh, next up is Mikey from the Big Drink Energy Contest podcast. Uh, number three is his sense of humor. And number two is his libido. And number one is this podcast. Correct, you, Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Mike. Dude, we're getting better every day. Just like my body. <laughs> you a bitch. Yeah, you <laughs> are. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, dude. This sucks. Sucks about your libido, dog. But this podcast is all libido. So just keep <laughs> we got to get Mikey on the show. We do. All right. Next up, we have the podcast. Number three, Gen Z stupidity. I can appreciate that. Number two, <laughs> Assassin's Creed games. And number one, all of Disney's Star Wars content. Hmm. Interesting. I yeah. don't. I don't know. Maybe he might be right. I don't know. We definitely. Yeah. Star Wars. I agree. Uh, that was we the video game. It. That was the video game lounge podcast. Bloodbath broke up there uh, during that. But video game lounge podcast. All all Disney Star Wars stuff, though. The stuff that matters. I, people say Andor is good, I guess. I haven't watched it. Was it Rogue One Disney? I liked Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue yeah, One was, was good, movie. but that shit was like eight years ago. Was it really? No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. My it was like five years shit. ago, though. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, next up is Gordon. Gordon gave us a list with only a number one. So uh, I am going to say Gordon thinks that um, relations between North and South Korea when it comes to the proliferation of nuclear weapons is getting worse at number three, for sure. He's right. He's yeah. right. Objectively um, correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Gordon thinks that the smell of bloodbath's garbage is getting worse. 
It's no, not. He's also wrong Kurt. about that. No, he's wrong he about keeps, that. He keeps raw human flesh in there at this point. What <laughs> about sprinkles lavender on his trash? <laughs> so Essential oils and shit. Uh, Gordon's number one is meth mouth. It never gets better. Thank you for that, Gordon. It's very <laughs> true. Gordon. Never gets better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird, Gordon. Right now, and I'm awesome. All right, next up we have Chelsea. Uh, her number three is the amount of ice in my venti iced Starbucks drinks. Hey, preach, girl. Uh, number two is the char flavoring on all of Burger King's foods. Burger King sucks now, dude. You could just say that. And uh, her number one is the time the ice cream machine is down at McDonald's. Again, just Ohio State fans. It's been a thing, but I get why you're mad. <laughs> Chelsea, girl, you got to let them know that you need light ice in your Starbucks drinks. I mean, like, you just got to order ahead and put that straight up in in your order. And that's all you got to do. It's very easy. Okay. Abby, number three, plastic bags. They cannot get thinner. I dispute that, Abby. I think they could get thinner. Number two. (laughs) Actually, it says number three again. My awkwardness in social settings. Agreed. You are very awkward. Number one. <laughs> country music. I agree. It's very bad. Something that is getting worse is the amount of bags that they give you at fucking Walmart and Kroger. They'll put like one thing in a bag and then just like, here you go. This is it. We're going to use. <laughs> you, 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 bought, you bought 25 you things at the store. We're going to give you 18 bags. 68 bags. Yeah. Do you guys still use actual actual checkout people i never i yeah, always dude, use when i go to the no because we go to the grocery store to stock up for at least a week and i'm not going to the self-checkout with like 35 things i'm not doing it oh no dog i got i gotta do i gotta do self-checkout i cannot handle i cannot handle going it i gotta have my headphones on to get in the grocery store the whole night i mean COVID changed a lot of people in a lot of different ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the number three, the climate. Number two, the smell in the back of my fridge. And number one, women's rights. Correct on all of them. Yes. And that was just C. Bloodbath broke up again. So uh, last one here, we have Arrington. Arrington's number three is uh, the plastic excuse of a string they use at the top of fucking trash bags. For fuck's sake, I just want to close the bag tightly so there's no stank getting out, but nope. Best these redacteds can do is to make the plastic string break while the bag is still wide enough to fit a cantaloupe in it, appropriate as that's where cantaloupe belongs. Honestly, that might be all three of mine. Such rage stirs within me when just thinking on it. That one's Arrington's number three. Number two is Cantaloupe. And number one is Mario Party. Correct. You couldn't even play that shit online for such a long time. Nintendo, nope. what the fuck Makes is me you mad. doing? Makes me mad. All right, who wins? Uh, Alan, you pick. I, I, okay. Alan can pick. Go ahead. Uh, let me see. I gotta. I didn't pay attention to any of them, so let me read Correct. through them real quick. Here. <laughs> I, I, I know. Uh, good good job, up. buddy. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Hang on, I read slow. Yeah, okay. I think uh, Keith, because everybody learned that you need if you buy apples, you gotta fucking eat them. 
All right. You don't let him go bad in your fridge. So Keith is the winner because everybody learned something from Keith's three answers. Uh, I'm going to nominate Jeff, formerly Jerf, for making Aaron read that whole thing. That's an obvious winner to me. That was also funny. I think as a challenge, I should read it three times in a row before we close this episode. Okay, so... (laughs) I'm glad that Aaron got that because I... I know that Aaron will not back down to a challenge. He nope. he will not I, give I, up. I will, uh, I'll die before I fucking embarrass. <laughs> I'll, I'll embarrass myself and die before I just embarrass myself. Yeah, exactly. So good job, <laughs> oh Jeff. God, my, voice, my voice is so always right always bringing heat to the listener responses. All Hell right. Yeah, so thank you everybody who wrote in. We appreciate you very much. If you would like to participate in the uh, this section of a future episode, keep an eye on our social media pages where we announce the upcoming topics. But a better pl- better thing to do is to join our Discord server where you can talk about these lists with us. And also you will be the first to know what the next topic is on the show. So you will find a link, uh, an invitation link down in the show notes for the Discord server as well as social media stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, good top three. I think that was the closest we've ever gotten to like actually arguing with each other on the show. So I was bad. <laughs> success. Success. Yeah, hell yeah. Great and episode. definitely keep an eye out because we're going to do the opposite version of this uh, at some point. Things that keep getting better, 100%. So thank you for listening, everybody. See you next time. Oh, one last kiss. Just give me one last kiss. It never felt like this. You guys remember when I made that bye-bye birdie joke earlier? I was definitely going to sing that song at some point. I do. We all remember. We were trying to forget, but we remembered. Nope. Nope. I win. Bye.